Warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause you to become confused as to what liquids you should drink and liquids that you shouldn't, such as liquids with volatile sensitivity to changes in temperature and or pressure, liquids that require two mechanical seals to stay put, non-lubricating liquids that produce gases and or solids that may or may not be abrasive, liquids that are seriously goddamn sensitive to agitation, liquids that react with each other to form a solid, which is an absolute nightmare, or limitlessly lubricating liquids a nightmare at the other end of the rectum. Spectrum, take it from Spoon. And lastly, anything at all consumed by ShouldIDrinkThat.com Welcome to episode 122 for Should I Drink That? I am your host, the Most Reverend Father Spoon. Merry freaking Christmas. The end of 2016 is just about here. Uh, this is probably the last show for the year. Unless I'm feeling a little adventurous during the break with screaming kids and family and everything else going on. I try not to do too many theme shows, if possible, around holidays. But I couldn't pass up this opportunity because Fatheads always comes out with some really great seasonal beers. And I really wanted to try their Christmas beers and I figured what better way than to do it on the show. So we have two beers tonight from Fatheads. We've got uh, Pimp My Slay, Holly Jolly Christmas Ale. And this last one, well, this could be confusing for some of you because it is the Dogfish Head breakfast Beer for Breakfast Stout. Now, it's not confusing you that you can have beer for breakfast. We've all done it at some point. We've probably had shower beers. I love a good shower beer. Actually, tell me your shower beer. I'd love to know what you guys have. But the thing with the beer for breakfast uh, this year is one of the main ingredients, which we'll get into uh, <laughs> when we do this beer, which I am saving for the last one because I have no idea what to expect from it. And um, there's a possibility it could just absolutely wreck my palate. And I don't want to script the other beers. So this is like our specialty beer for the end. But we do have two beers from Fatheads to start off the night. Hope everyone has a very safe and happy holiday season. No matter what holiday you celebrate. Even if you don't celebrate anything, uh, you've got time off. Definitely kick back, relax. And here's another cool thing too. This uh, These beers were bottled on 11-21-16. And it is currently December 10th. So... <laughs> Talk about getting these beers pretty fresh. Not that they have to travel very far because they're up around Cleveland, Ohio. So let's get into the first beer. We've got Fat Heads Holly Jolly Christmas Ale. This is a 7.5% Christmas Ale. Malt beverage brewed with spices and honey. Ooh. There we go. 28 IBUs. We need some. We need some Christmas music while we're pouring this. Because it, smell, it smells like Christmas when I open it. Uh, let's put something in right about now. Once upon a frozen evening, way up north, a sweet local honey named Holly inspired our jolly fat man, as only Holly can, to create this festive spiced holiday ale. We think you will enjoy this holiday creation with its aromas and flavors of a Christmas day. Sweet malt ginger, honey and cinnamon spice. Sip this by the fire with your significant other. Who knows, maybe it will lead to a little inspiration of your own. From our jolly fat man to yours, happy holidays. It tastes like Christmas to me. Now the only complaint that I have, and it's not even with the beer, but it's with how I had to purchase this beer. I drove around the South Hills tonight and I, I stopped at Pax and Dogs and McNeely, and I went to a few places. 
people, and this is my this is probably like my final gripe of the year, final gripe of 2016, and I've had this one before. But seriously, we need to figure this shit out. Put the goddamn prices on your bottles. Go out, buy a pricing gun. Your prices can't be shifting that much, or your inventory is completely dead if you can't put prices on the damn bottles, or put some kind of shelf tag out. This has been my pet peeve for years. Show some kind of pricing structure. Ugh. So I'm in Packs and Dogs, and it's like hit or miss on if you're going to see a a price tag. Now, granted, I like going to Packs and Dogs. I like their dogs. Decent. They're good-sized dogs. The deep-fried pickles, pickle spears, are freaking phenomenal. I love them. But when it comes to buying the beer, though, there's no prices. There's very, I should say, there's very few prices. And there's no pricing catalog anywhere to look at. Can't go to a website and look it up. Well, because it's not on a website. And if it is, I didn't see it on my phone. Great people. Like, nice people were running it. Very, it's a very nice bottle shop. But there's no prices anywhere. Sorry. There are a few prices anywhere. So I, I'm holding this one can from, uh, there's a local brewer in Spring Hill. I'm looking at it. I'm like, an eggnog ale. Or eggnog stout. I'm like, this could be fun. It was in a can. I'm like, this this would be cool. All right, I'm going to pick this up. And this girl comes next to me and says, uh, excuse me, I need to put that beer back. One that she had in her hand. She goes to put it back. And I'm like, well, you know, why are you putting it back? She goes, because it's $10. Yeah, 10 bucks. Did talk about sticker shock. I got the Fatheads Pit My Sleigh and the Beer for Breakfast, and that came out to 11 bucks, A little over five fifty a bottle, whatever. But if I would have picked up that other one, plus a couple other beers I was looking at, I would have walked out of there for with a six-pack easily over $30. Now, granted, they do give you a discount if you buy that. But when I'm looking at that, like I just want a couple beers for the night. I don't want to spend a lot of money. 30 bucks, a little over 30 bucks for a six-pack, that's a lot of money. I don't care who you are. You can tell me your snobbery all you want. You should not be paying that much for a six-pack of beer unless it's some really high-end shit like you're not going to be getting a six... Even a six-pack of fucking Mad Elf is fourteen ninety-nine at Giant Eagle. And it's like 20 bucks max at other places. And they were like charging me 30-something. And it's not just to pick on packs and dogs. But a lot of stores in Pittsburgh, and Giant Eagle is even actually guilty of this too, People are afraid to put their damn prices on the bottles. I don't know why. They don't. It annoys the shit out of me. People, fix it. Get a label gun, pricing gun. They don't cost that much, neither do the stickers. And sticker your damn bottles. Or put a shelf tag up. That at least says what it is. We get it. This is the hip thing now. Craft beer is finally like the big trendy thing. We've gotten past the... Hey, it was, you know, a few cool guys drinking it. Myself excluded because I'm not cool. But you get where I'm coming from. Now everybody's drinking it. Show them the damn prices. Just do it. Please, make it easier for people. Make it easier for, the Joe, you know, Joe Blow out there who's trying to get into craft beer. Wants to know what he's spending compared to all these little kids that are running out here with mommy and daddy's credit cards to buy up whatever beers they want. Just Freaking put the prices out there. I appreciate it. And that's my rant for 2016. Put the prices on the damn bottles. 
And if you have a good reason why you're not, please let me know. And I'll shut up about it. But until then, figure it out. Let me go back to drinking this beer. I shouldn't be wound up. It's a relaxing beer. I should be drinking it by a fire. But my fireplace is closed off. So I can't do that. I could start a fire. Oh, that is not a bad beer. So what were some of your favorite beers from 2016? I'd love to know. Shoot me an email. Fatherspoon at shouldidrinkthat.com Or in fact, tweet it to me at SIDT. Post it on the Should I Drink That Facebook group. Facebook.com slash group slash should I drink that. Or you can put it on the page too, but the groups are where we hang out at. That would be cool. Or if you want to get really badass with it, because this is what the badass people do, call the Drunk Dial hotline, 412-223-7438. And tell me about it. I want to hear what your favorite beers are. If we get enough, uh, who knows, uh, January, February, I'll play back or I'll play back whatever you guys say. Let me know what your favorite beers are. Uh, let me know what beers you thought sucked, what you thought was overhyped. What did you like about the whole craft beer movement in 2016? The Drunk Dial Hotline gives you three minutes to spew off about it, spout off about it, or just, hey, sit back, drink a beer, and just chat. Let me know and just to clear it up. Anything you hear can and most likely will be used on a future episode of Should I Drink That? Why do I mention this? Because some young lady out in California found us by searching, who do I talk to when I'm drunk? And this is her call. Hi. Um, like first and foremost, um, it's 12.36 in the morning in the Bay Area. And so I came across this. I don't know, like searching on Google, right? Because it's like, okay, you're drunk. And maybe you just want to blabber because don't you just want to blabber when you're drunk? <laughs> and I came across this, uh, the drunk hotline, like should I have drank that or should I drink that? Which also I think needs a little bit of work, but whatever, I'm drunk, so don't take me seriously. <laughs> um, I thought this was cool. If you guys are or aren't still doing it, I just want to say you guys should con- con- like continue to do it. And like also, I feel like I should state that like I've had like an entire bottle of red wine, and I'm like five two, hella small. Like I weigh like a hundred pounds exactly. Um, but I'm drunk, and like you know, I don't want to call my friends. I just want to just blabber. Because when you're drunk, you just want to blabber. Um, okay, yeah, so also I think that you guys can do a lot more with this. <laughs> like, it should be a thing, and you guys should definitely market it better <laughs> so that people can call it. Because this is a much-needed thing where people can call when they're really drunk, so that they don't overwhelm their friends and make a fool out of themselves or, like, call their exes or, like, call random people, you know, like, not, like, random, like, random, but, like, random, like, I don't know, someone that they just met that they're kind of into, like, whatever, like, just, they should call an anonymous line (laughs) 
where they can vent and speak and talk and like use it as a broadcast, whatever. Just don't say the name. That's what's important, right? I don't know. So, um, I'm drunk and I was like, let me make sure this doesn't go past a certain amount of minutes, like the last one. Oh my god, it's two minutes. Oh shit. <laughs> okay, well, anyways. Uh, yeah, so this can be an awesome thing. Can you guys just elevate it a little bit more? Like, be more consistent? Like, wow, oh, my God, also so rude. Like, was cut off, like, by three minutes to be exact. Anyway, um, I'm not going to talk for too long. I'm just saying, like, would love for a lot of other people to share this number and to speak about nonsense because, you know, why not? Like, it's what you want to talk about when you're hella drunk. Like, you just talk about, like, whatever, whatever is, like, I plan to call it when I'm drunk every now and then. Um, yeah. All right, cool. So, I'm not sure what 412 area code is. I am going to Google it after. But also, nice to have you guys here. Bye. I don't know if she's listening now. But the internet is hard, and so is understanding stuff when you're drunk. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, she was a trip. I've uh, I've sent her a couple messages since. I don't think she realized that she drunk dialed us. So if you get the chance, give us a call four one two 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 three seven four three eight is your line into the should I drink that drunk dial hotline. This next one uh, will most likely end up being a sipper. It is Fathead's Pimp My Slay comes in at 10.5%, 30 IBUs. Oh, we need more Christmas music. We got to keep the holiday thing going. Let's uh, let's see here. Yeah, let's put something in. Let's get it. There we go. Over the river and through the woods to this rich, complex, Belgian-style holiday brew. Intricate aromas and flavors of sweet, dark malt, dark fruit. Raisins, figs, anise, and spicy fennels. This beer will sting the toes and bite the nose, but no worries. The horse knows the way. Pick my sleigh. Not the color I was expecting out of this one. Look at that. that this is a Belgian-style Christmas ale. 10.5%. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yes, guys. This is going to be a fun beer. Oh. Oh, the aroma on this thing. Oh, this is like candied sugar. Oh, Jesus. This is <laughs> this is making me smile on the inside. I, I'm feel my craft beer soul is warming up just smelling this beer. And this is why Fatheads wins a shit ton of awards because of stuff like this. There's not a ton of marketing. It's just good beer by good people. Holy shit, this smells awesome. I really hope it tastes good too because Oh, that's it's this is another thing that it smells like 
Smells like what I think Christmas would smell like. This is another thing that it smells like memories of Christmas growing up. I'm getting, I'm picking up the dark fruits, the raisin, like the raisiny figs and yeah. Oh my God. Oh, you guys, you have to smell this. This is unbelievable. Screw that. Let's just, I'm going to drink it. Cheers. Here we go. Oh, shit. Oh, this is going to cause problems with me. Well, I get the, uh, I can pick up the raisins right away. Not a problem. And when I say (laughs) this is going to cause problems, I don't mean that in a bad way. So here's the deal. Um, You're not going to taste the alcohol in this. 10.5%. You're going to sit here and be like, fuck it, I can drink this thing. This is so well balanced. My God, you guys, this is just going to, the alcohol is just going to creep up eventually and just punch you. And you're going to be like, oh my God, what the hell just happened to me? And you're going to fall down and you're going to drool on yourself at 10.5%. If you drink more than a few of these things, yeah. Make sure you're calling an Uber or Lyft or Z trip or whatever you have in your area, call a taxi or sit at home and drink this one with your friends or a significant other, because this is, I will take this over any bottle of wine that's out there. So perfectly balanced. The fruits are just, they're fruity. <laughs> the fruits are full flavored. It's just, this is, oh my God, this is such a good beer. Oh, I really like this. And I don't, I don't want to say I don't usually geek out over Fathead's beers because I think uh, they're the Hop, hop Juju and the headhunter are two of my most favorite ipas in the world love those beers but this oh my god i can't even imagine getting this on draft somewhere it would be an unbelievable experience uh the hops in this are vanguard and mount hood love mount hood this is just from top to bottom a hands down fantastic beer you know what goes with fantastic beers fantastic friends Recently, I wrapped up a two-part, ended up being a two-part podcast with over a couple of beers with Jason Sircone. We were out at Bocktown Beer and Grill, Bar and Grill, Everything and Grill, Dilla and Grill. And I was talking to uh, Chris Dilla from Bocktown. Chris has been a huge supporter of the show and craft beer in Pittsburgh since she started. They're, they turned 10. Congratulations, Chris, on turning 10. We're like the 10, 10 tenors club double digits club or if you want to call it and also uh zach and megan were there from noblestein brewing awesome brewery also it's one of my favorite up-and-coming breweries in the area they they just finally opened their shop congratulations on that and uh, we sat down and talked and jason had released the first half of the show which was just uh, him interviewing myself and chris and megan and Zach, and then the second half of the show, we flipped roles, and Chris Dilla from Blackdown interviewed us. So if you get a chance, definitely go check that out. It's it's a lot of fun. We try not to do too many inside jokes, but after 10 years, you end up having that. 
breakingbrews.com will have a link to everything. You could also check it out over a couple of beers on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever else you love to listen to your favorite podcast. Go check out over a couple of beers. Jason is doing a fantastic job. The Jasons, I should say. Jason Collins and Jason Sarcone are doing a great job uh, covering local craft beer news and happenings in the Pittsburgh area. Makes me proud to see that the uh, the new generation of craft beer podcasters are, are paying attention to their home areas and, and doing a great job promoting it. Jason and Jason uh, do a great job with their podcast. It makes it easier for the old guys like me who can't get out as often. And there's so much going on. Uh, there's like two or three more breweries just opened up with uh, since the last show. And it's I swear it's every couple of weeks we have a new brewery opening up. I was just down by Mindful Brewing on Route 88, and that, oh my god, that place looks so cool! I can't wait to I can't wait till they open, and they have parking, oh, which we don't usually see around here. So I'm I'm anxious to go check that out. And also as part of a Yin's Love Barbecue thing. Um, they're the, they also own 99 bottles, and I've had some awesome brisket down there. So we're going to try to do something with them through SIDT and Yin's Love Barbecue. And speaking of Yin's Love Barbecue, this beer would be awesome with some barbecue. But besides that, uh, go check out yinslovebbq.com for the latest on barbecue in the Pittsburgh greater Pittsburgh area. Over 35 barbecue restaurants going on we've got a directory with all the listings on there twitter facebook instagram and everything yins love bbq and let me tell you 2017 is gonna be a lot of fun because i've already been talking to some restaurants that want to have us out we're going to review their 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 beers jesus i've got my shows crossing over um we're going to be reviewing products uh for smoking for general barbecue stuff we're also going to be going to the restaurants to talk about their menus. Uh, the deal is you have to have a menu that's at least 50% barbecue. I'm probably going to say a little bit more than that, but we'll see what happens. If you just have like a good barbecue sandwich, good. I'm glad you do. But uh, a barbecue show as a place that has dedicated barbecue food. And um, this is now my favorite Christmas beer. I was digging the Holly Jolly, but the um, Pit My Sleigh. Honey, you are now my favorite beer for the holiday season. But we still have one more to go. Ladies and gentlemen, for the final beer of the evening, we have the Beer for Breakfast Stout from Dogfish Head. <laughs> and what comes with it? Scrapple. What? Scrapple. Seriously, you're you're probably trying to figure out what Scrapple is. Well, oh, first we'll hold off on that, and let's let the man, Mister Sam Calgioni, tell you himself exactly what this beer is about. Sam. So your mom was right. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and Dogfish Head has the best liquid form adult breakfast you could ever imagine. So we started doing the original breakfast stout, chicory stout, back in 1995. So this year, the concept of a breakfast stout is turning 
21 years old, we decided to do a everything but the kitchen sink version of a breakfast stout. And we kind of took your classic plate of breakfast, did a lot of R&D and test batches of different nuances and ratio of classic breakfast ingredients to get them into the perfect, perfect example of a breakfast stout. So when you try this beer, you get really up top, you really get the layers of coffee. There's some milk sugars in there, but the coffee's definitely all up in there as the most primal and primary element in beer for breakfast. I'd say secondarily would be the applewood smoked barley uh, that gives it its roasty color and that applewood smoke, applewood smoke. And then you got the beauty of New England maple syrup that is all up in there. And then kind of in the background, you got that beautiful earthy character that comes from Mid-Atlantic's official breakfast meat, Scrapple. Look for beer for breakfast, six packs coming at you in November. Cheers. So here's the deal with Scrapple. The name Scrapple is derived from the word scraps. That, that was a tough one. Um, what would happen is the Pennsylvania Dutch, after they get done slaughtering the hogs, because you know, especially dealing with, hey, barbecue tie-in, um, after you're done butchering the hogs, you've got a bunch of scraps left over. So they would uh, boil the neck bones and seasoned water along with a lot of the other random parts of the hog uh, for a few hours until the, the meat actually falls off the bones because they would use every part of the hog, which is a very cool thing to do. Uh, there's people that say that, you know, they go whole hog and they, they, they ditch the other parts. Well, scrapple is basically everything that's left over. Uh, the meat's chopped up and then uh, they usually mix it with like a, uh, a, I think it's like a buckwheat or a cornmeal uh, mixture. And then they bake it until it's firm. And I can tell you about this because I used to work in a butcher shop when I was like 14 or 15. Yeah. Yeah, imagine what that does to a kid. So I would work in there. And uh, we would cut the meats. And I remember we made scrapple or something very close to it. I never ate it, though. And I could smell it. And it smelled decent. But I never actually ate it because I saw the shit that went into it. Uh, m meanwhile, I would eat everything else that was there. I played with cow eyes and all that other shit. Um, but I never actually ate it. So while I was camping over the last couple of years, uh, one of the places that we love to f go to, they actually have Scrapple there. They have it in the window. We sell Scrapple. And every time I've gone in there, it's not there. It's one of these places that we pass on the way going camping and doing shit. Uh, so Willie's Smokehouse up in... Harrisville, I believe it is. Uh, Harrisville, PA. Up by, uh, well, it's by Grove City and Slipper Rock. Um, when I've gone up there, I've stopped them because their bratwurst is phenomenal. Like their breakfast brats are the size of a baby's arm. They're huge and they're they're cooked already smoked. So what you do with those, by the way? You fire those. You, you butterfly it. You cook those. You eat it. And if you don't eat it, wait till the next morning and you shave it really thin. Anyways. What you want to do, nice smoky flavor. Uh, what you want to do is um, when you go in there, you have to get, I guess you have to get in there really early to get the scrapple, which surprised me. And I asked the guy, he's like, no, he's like, you missed it. That we, we sell out really fast. And I was not ready for that. I really wanted scrapple. So I'm hoping uh, if I get up that way next year, that I'll be able to get some because I really want to try it. And if you watch uh, any of the cooking shows, especially with 
Andrew Zimmerman. He does a special where he goes out there and tries Scrapple. I don't know where the family is that he found that had that, but they look like the people that would love a lot of Scrapple. And it's also, you know, when you, you don't have a lot of money and you butcher your hogs, you use everything. I mean, that That's the way it was back then. And it's hard for people that live in the city to understand that there's still people that live like this. But there's a ton of people that live in middle America that still actually have to live like this. So, and that aside, I've been delaying trying to drink this, but let's see what happens. All right, so we've got the Dogfish Head Beer for Breakfast Stout. This is 4.7%, 30 IBUs. Smell, oh, wow, that smells smoky. Holy shit, that smoke. I get a lot of uh, smoked barley right up front. All right, well, let's give this a shot and uh, see what it's like. Ooh, oh, that's dry. Oh, there's the coffee. Now, it takes a little bit, but the uh, the coffee notes on that is really interesting because it comes across really dry, and then it finishes with a slightly smooth coffee taste. Hmm. Uh, it looks like your general style. I mean, it is black, as black as black can be. Uh, nice, caramely, creamy-looking head on this. Very dry, though. That I don't mind. Uh, it's not like a stale dry. But it is, you're going to get a lot of um, smoke notes, coffee, roasted uh, is the, the big thing that you're going to pick up off this. I'm not really sure. I, I don't know if the, I, don't, I can't pick up where the uh, scrapple comes in. Maybe that's part of the dryness to it. Um, this is more of a sipper. I'll tell you what's, what's going to happen here. The Pit My Slay, I would throw those back pretty fast because you can't taste alcohol or anything else. It's like kind of like a thicker grape juice almost. You're just throwing those back. This I would take my time with because of the, the smoky characteristics of this. This is more complex than I think people would realize for a dogfish head beer. And I say that because Sam comes up with some crazy shit. We're not, we're not going to deny that one bit. But drinking this, you're like, damn, I keep getting something different each time. And when I saw this, I'm like, Jesus, you got to be kidding me. Scrapple in a beer. What the hell is wrong with you? And I drank this. I'm like, pretty freaking good. All right, final thoughts on the beers for this evening. We've got the Fatheads Holly Jolly. That is uh, Christmas in a bottle. Open it up and release the magic. Fatheads Pimp My Slay. Awesome. Awesome freaking beer. That is my now go-to Christmas beer. I really hope this comes out every year because I really enjoy that. The Dogfish Head Breakfast for Beer Stout, you're going to think that you should have that while you're smoking meats? No, no, because it's going to be too much smoke. Now, if you want a great beer with a steak in the morning while you have your breakfast, steak and eggs, awesome. In fact, I'll tell you what, go into Cracker Barrel. Freaking piss them off and go into Cracker Barrel with this beer with you and drink it in it. No, I shouldn't tell you to do that. I don't want you to get you kicked out, but uh, a really great like Cracker Barrel breakfast because the, the Southern cooking there, the country cooking that they have, yeah, do that. Um, you can get to go. 
Also, secret hidden menu item. Get the uh, the chicken BLT while you're there. Trust me. That, that's for breakfast. Good chance they'll be able to make it for you. But the uh, the breakfast for beer stout. Oh my god! This was a big plate of bacon and the the brats from Willie's Smokehouse. Uh, also, Henry's. Uh, meat market up there in Harrisville too is very awesome. They have a huge selection of sausages and just great meats. I would go to both of those places. In fact, I'll tell you what. The Dogfish Head Beer for Breakfast Stout. Great beer. Go to your favorite butcher. See if they have any smoked meats. If not, get meat that you can smoke because some people might think it's overkill. I think if you could get like a very subtle smoked meat to go along with this beer, that would be fantastic. In fact, you know, oh, here's here's what you got to do: go get some maple syrup sausage, something with sweetness to it. And I'm not talking like Italian sweet sausage. No, fuck that. No, get some sweet sausage, like get like the maple sweet. That's what you want. Get that to go with this, and you're gonna have the most awesome breakfast you've ever had. Get some ham. Get some home fries. No, 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 fuck the home fries. Get some hash browns. You want hash browns. Get hash browns, this beer, and some maple syrup, bacon, or sausage. That's what you do. That that would be fantastic. In fact, I want to do that tomorrow. I want to do that right now, but it's like midnight. All the stores closed. Thank you, everyone, for a great 2016. Uh, if we... If we do another show beforehand. We'll see what happens. Um, I also want to thank everyone at Bill's Bar and Burger, Chef Michael, and everyone from uh, the last episode. That was fun. So much fun. Fantastic show. If you would like to reach out to Should I Drink That, which people, seriously, if you want to post anything, go right ahead. This is I do the show for you guys. So uh, do me a favor. Go on to iTunes. Tell all your friends. Go into iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play or wherever you listen to shows. Rate the show. That helps me out. Uh, give it a star rating how you feel just. Give it five stars. And leave a review. That would be very cool of you too. Uh, that helps me out. helps me try to sell the show to people and say, hey, let's give us some more beers that we can go and check out. You can follow Should I Drink That on your favorite social networks. Twitter at SIDT, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Google Plus, should I drink that? Snapchat, SIDT Beer, untapped username Spoon. For shouldidrinkthat.com, this is the most reverend Father Spoon. Or even if it's crap, I drink it so you don't have to. Good beer, good night. Bitches!